Hello, everybody. This is Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohorts, and uh, currently uh, here in Italy during the coronavirus uh, outbreak, epidemic, pandemic, and uh, persevering by God's grace. Um, today we're doing, uh, this will be our 10-day update, so this is not a regular, uh, for those who are watching on the video, this is not a regular video update. This is me in the home studio uh, reviewing an email update that we sent out just a couple days, actually yesterday. And now we're doing an audio recording of it. And uh, for those who actually like to watch things and aren't bored by that completely, we make it available now also on YouTube as much as we're able. Uh, so you can see this recording uh, there uh, as well. <clears throat> and uh, let me adjust the lights a little bit here so we don't want to glare. Okay. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So uh, the title of the update we sent out yesterday was 18 days in. And I didn't even do my math right. I think yesterday we were 19 days in. Uh, but 18 full days, I guess you could say. Uh, today we're on day 20 of the quarantine here in Italy. And uh, I can say uh, in a nutshell, uh, before we get into this update, which has an announcement and uh, a couple of prayer requests and, and some things that you know, we would ask you to pray for with us as we uh, serve the Lord during this time in this place. Um, uh, the, the quarantine thing, you guys are just starting it there in the States. Uh, we're, again, 20 days into it. And uh, easy, not so bad at first, uh, but things start to get serious uh, after a couple weeks. Uh, when you reach 20 days in, a little bit of restlessness has, uh, comes. Uh, you long to be out and about doing normal things. You're not getting regular exercise like you normally do because even now we're not even allowed to go for uh, exercise run or jog or bike ride, anything at all. Um, they're, they're getting even more strict because of necessity. Uh, so if you follow the news, uh, we're now Italy's up to 41,000 uh, cases over, th- over 41,000 cases at this point. Uh, total deaths, we have now uh, uh, gone beyond that, the, the death count in China if you actually believe the numbers in China. And personally, I don't believe them at all. I think they're probably at another zero to the end, maybe 30,000, uh, based on what I understand and, and know to be true in those parts. Uh, in any case, uh, on the list of uh, what, what is listed or registered, uh, China, Italy is now beyond what, what China is. Uh, but again, I don't believe it. Uh, in any case, uh, 41,000 and three, that's a lot. That's a lot of souls that have passed into eternity. And the sad reality here in Italy is that most of them, if not all, did not know their Savior, uh, Jesus Christ as Lord, as Savior, uh, did not understand how to be saved, uh, have been taught to believe that uh, being baptized into the church is what saved them, uh, good works and this and that and and no understanding of how the gospel actually works and how one is actually saved. And that is a real big tragedy. Another real big tragedy, which we mentioned in our 10-day update here, is the reality that uh, most of these people, unfortunately, uh, because the hospital systems are totally overrun, because there's so many patients all at one time, and they're not just there for a day or two, when you get this virus and you go to the hospital, you're there for two, three weeks, maybe even longer, uh, and then they're hooked up to machines. There's limited amount of machines, limited amount of beds, uh, so a number of people, uh, the, these poor doctors who we're praying for and, and, and nurses who are giving their lives basically to help save people, they have to make the hard decision who to save and who to let die at this point because there's just no way to cure them all. They can't give everybody what they need. And that's an ethical situation, very, very tough. You know, do you give it to the young guy who's who's unemployed and a bum or to the older person who doesn't have that many more li- uh, years to live but is a productive individual? You know, how do you make these kind of decisions? Uh, you can't, and that's really hard. Yeah, but that's what they're stuck with having to do. So that's a situation there. If, if uh, we pray for our friends in the States to take seriously the, uh, the quarantine and all that because uh, lives are uh, at risk and uh, it's a tragedy. Uh, so uh, the fact, though, is uh, they're overwhelmed and, and, and 
they can't even say goodbye to their loved ones. So it's a tragedy when they don't know the gospel, they're not saved, and they're perishing, going into eternity, uh, separated from Christ, uh, not going to heaven, going to hell. That's a tragedy. But also is a tragedy. They can't even say goodbye to their loved ones because they're stuck in quarantine in these hospitals. They can't have visitors. They can't have people there because it's so contagious. And uh, that's a tragedy too. When you think about it, your whole life lived, and all of a sudden you come to your final moments, and you can't even give final words. You can't say goodbye. You can't do any of that stuff. And uh, people can't be there with their loved ones when they're passing. Another real tragedy, and uh, even to the point now they had to get the army involved, the, the military, to help carry away because there's so many caskets that need to go and be taken away and then be cremated. They can't get them all on their own. So real situation here in Italy, real tragic, and uh, it's coming to, uh, to America. Looking at the, the report here, definitely growing exponentially now that they finally started testing in America. Uh, the numbers are going up. That This thing is all over the place in Europe to now over 14,000 cases in America. Uh, <clears throat> Over 200 deaths, uh, again, tragedy, and, and these numbers, unfortunately, will probably just be going up. Uh, but that's the reality. We need to be aware of it and be uh, as planned and, and so on, as be- equipped and ready as best as possible, especially as the church, because we are a light to the world. We have the gospel. We have what people need. We need to be there to uh, serve others in, in the church and also bring the gospel to those outside uh, in any way that we can. I heard of a good story of missionaries up in northern uh, Europe uh, actually taking advantage. They have a sewing machine. They know how to sew. They're making masks to give to their neighbors because there's a shortage of masks everywhere. We don't have any, for example. <clears throat> We're going to try and figure out how we can hand stitch a couple. So we have masks. and But they're so good, they have a machine. They're able to make masks, give them to their local uh, shops. Anybody who still needs them, doesn't have them, uh, maybe help other neighbors out and so on. Uh, great opportunity. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, <clears throat> but in any case, 18 days in, here's our update. I'm going to now look at the computer, try and read off some of this stuff, and uh, just update you guys and, and, and ask for you to pray for a certain uh, couple things. And, and that'll be it. Uh, so I'm looking here. Uh, before we get into the update, uh, I want to read this Bible verse because I think it's encouraging for us to hear and, and good for us to remember. Uh, James 1, verses 2 to 4, uh, this I was sharing with people last week uh, as it really uh, spoke to my heart in the midst of the situation, knowing God is sovereign, uh, knowing that God is good and He's involved in doing these things. He says, uh, James, who's known for uh, being gifted with wisdom from the Lord, uh, half-brother of Jesus uh, in the church in Jerusalem, it's like reading Proverbs in the New Testament. Wonderful when we read through the book of James, very practical. Really appreciate the book of James. Uh, he says this, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet various trials. No, when you meet trials of various kinds. Count it all joy, my brothers, church folks, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And uh, it's great here that we even have this specific the specific uh, the the specific detail uh, sorry I'm getting mixed between Italian and English <clears throat> we have a uh it said here the various kinds of trials. Uh, so there's trials for living for Jesus and you're persecuted or beaten up or cigarettes are thrown at you or nobody responds to the gospel the way they should. These are different kinds of trials. But then there's just the trials of living in a fallen world with all its complexities, uh, sin and disease and, and all these things. And right now, this is a good reminder, this as well is a trial. Our sovereign God is not unaware of all this happening. He's not uh, letting it go without having fruitful results for the kingdom and so on. And so here we are in a, in a trial of a various type, a trial of being put in quarantine, a trial of being stuck in your house, not being able to go out, not being able to be among the people of the, the church or to evangelize the lost. Real trials. And uh, and he tells us, James tells us, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit, count it all joy. We can actually be joyful in trials. That is a, not a natural thing in any sense. That is what we would call a supernatural thing that only those indwelt by the Holy Spirit, those born again, those uh, who know their maker and walk with the Lord uh, are able to actually 
contemplate this reality and, and do this. Count it all joy. Why can we count it all joy? Because he says here, trials are testing your faith. They put your faith on display. If you're falling short and you're failing the test, it becomes evident to you. You still have much growing to do. Uh, you need to repent. You need to trust. You need to get in the Word, get in prayer, be strengthened by the grace that God has given you, and so on. And uh, and if your if your faith is good, it reveals that as well. You're doing okay. Keep at it. Keep keep trusting in the Lord. Keep walking rightly. Uh, but the testing of our faith it produces something. It says here, and it says it produces steadfastness. We all need steadfastness. Uh, we are all prone to wander, like that wonderful hymn says, prone to wander. Uh, Lord, I know. Uh, that That's us. We, we have to be honest about that. And come times of quarantine, what the world will tell you to do is go watch Netflix for like 40 hours a week and forget that you're not like the rest of the world. You have a calling from above. You have things, godly things to do, kingdom things to do, even while you're in quarantine. Uh, catch up on preparing Bible studies. Do different kinds of things. Reach out to people still. You still have means to, to connect with people. Video, phone, chat, things like this. Make preparations. Make uh, face masks for people who may not have them and are going to need them. Uh, all these kinds of things. Uh, we still have much to do, you see. So we're not like the world. We just don't unplug. Uh, we need to be tested uh, we need to be made to produce steadfastness to persevere to carry on and that's one effect of of these various trials that are coming to us even now and so you can be sure god is, is working in the midst of this coronavirus he has things he wants to do in your heart and your life in my life as well uh, during this time and we need to seek him for that and, uh, and then he goes on he says let steadfast have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing uh, all that simply to say count it all joy this is a trial don't go nuts don't go crazy uh just wait the quarantine starts happening and then you'll you'll start going nuts later like, like we are here cramped up in the house and so on uh, uh, but then again you need to remind yourself of these verses uh, it's producing steadfastness uh, perseverance uh, uh, this is like a war time uh, the good thing though is there's not bombs falling out of the sky uh, at least we don't have that uh, not yet anyway <clears throat> but uh so that's that. Uh, let us be encouraged, accounted all joy by the, by the work of the Lord in our hearts, by His grace, we can actually do that. And let us encourage each other to do that, to produce in that way. And may our, our, our faith be tested. May we appreciate that God tests our faith, strengthens us, and uh, doesn't let us alone as we are, but He has greater things for us. Uh, so that's that. The big announcement that we share in this uh, update, again, called, called 18 Days In, is uh, first of all that Jerry V, and my wife, is now pregnant. We're expecting a second child. And it's a little too early to tell folks. Usually, I would say, uh, you would wait to tell. But in our case, since we can't go out, we can't do the regular checkups uh, because it's not safe to go out. We're not even allowed to go out. Uh, for this, we probably could go out, but it's not a good idea because where we would go would be to the hospitals and places where infected people are gathering and, and it's more likely to contact uh, to contract this d d disease, this virus. And we don't, we don't want that for her while she's pregnant, if, if possible, obviously. Uh, not a good time to be pregnant in that regard. So we're happy. We're excited. We praise God. Good news. Uh, um, we're, we feel privileged to uh, have become parents already and to continue uh, raising more children uh, uh, is a wonderful gift from God, and we thank the Lord for that. So we're excited. Jerry V is extremely nauseous. Uh, she's very animated as a person. Uh, she's tender and sweet when she talks in English, but when she talks in her native tongue or her second tongue, Italian, uh, you know, she's loud and, and wild and, and, and so on. Uh, and, and when she vomits, just as wild. I mean, she's like, you know, she just lets it all out. This sounds like uh, unbelievable. And uh, we can't really help her with that, but she's nauseous all day long right now. So you can be praying for Jerry V for that uh, to uh, endure the, the nausea in this time. Um, and, and we mentioned that here. And uh, pray for us also for wisdom because we can't get to the doctor, when to do the checkups, uh, the timing, uh, you know, in the midst of quarantine and uh, uh, lockdown and, and all this kind of stuff. 
pray for wisdom for us. We would ask you for that, uh, to go get the right checkups at the right time. Uh, now, what gives us peace about waiting is uh, throughout the, uh, the majority of history, uh, uh, for the most part, people did not have half of the checkups that we do nowadays, uh, and they were able to uh, impregnate themselves, give birth to babies, and, and just fine. You know, uh, We even read about the time of Moses, how they, they made up that story that uh, the, the Israelite women are like real good at giving birth or something like this. Uh, in any case, women give birth and, and none of this is needed. A friends of ours in New York actually, uh, uh, they're known for giving birth in home, home births, and it's fantastic. And even I, from what I heard the last time, uh, our friends, you know who they are if you're from New York, Redeeming Grace, they gave birth, uh, or she gave birth, and the midwife didn't even make it to the house. <laughs> and her husband was out picking up someone's parents and uh, uh, Brother Caleb, Pastor Caleb, and it was fantastic. She gave birth on her own apparently, and I think that's just fantastic as well. Uh, any case, uh, as soon as we can get to the doctor, though, we want to do that. That's the best thing to do. Um, but for now, pray for us, uh, for Jeremy, for a healthy pregnancy, uh, the the nausea and all this and the tiredness, and for us to balance uh, all the ministry we have to do, uh, yet still uh, carry different loads because of her being down, uh, uh, vomiting a lot, nauseous, tired, and all of us kind of stuck. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Uh, so full lockdown, it says here in our in our update, as I look back to the notes here, uh, since March 1st. Uh, so again, we're now 20 days in. Uh, eight to 10 day delay for ordering groceries. This is, uh, this is a bit of a challenge for us right now, though. Uh, we ordered groceries online so that we don't have to go into the store and expose ourselves uh, as much. Even though in the store, they only let a few in at a time. Uh, in any case, you have to touch shopping carts that other people cough and sneeze on and all this. Very contagious, this virus, as you know. And uh, so we, we started ordering online last week. It worked out okay, you know, a few days delay, and then we picked it up. From the moment time we order, we, I just go to the back door, and they give it to you, they hand it to you real easy. You don't have to interact with folks uh, so much. That's good. Uh, now, though, we ordered this week, went to pick it up, but it's not available for eight days. So I ordered it Monday night, and we can't pick it up till the following Wednesday, uh, and that kind of gets complicated. Now we're running out of certain supplies and foods, and, and that's okay. You know, we can get by. Uh, I did get out yesterday, um, even without the mask. I was able to cover my face, go out, get what we need real quick, uh, fruits, some fresh fruits and veggies, and get back. Uh, we still have cash, which is a, which is great. Um, not a lot, but we have enough for right now. Uh, God knows our needs. And uh, But now we got to wait for this grocery shop. Next Wednesday, we can finally go pick it up. And now I already have to start calculating when to place the order uh, because uh, when we run out of that, to make sure we can pick it up. So there's this 8 to 10 day lag. Uh, so pray for us for that as well. And, and, and as you listen to this, if you're in America, uh, prepare yourself. Maybe you have to do similar stuff, start planning ahead, uh, but probably better to think of it now rather than... Uh, not uh, we're called to be uh, wise in these in these regards not just again for ourselves but so we can be uh, proper disciples fit able to serve others to the glory of god right uh, so uh, but the big idea here the prayer request too would be uh, when i do have to go out and it's essential uh, just pray for me not to get this virus because i'd hate to bring it back to the house uh, and and infect jerry v while she's pregnant and, and that would be challenging. Uh, so uh, pray for that force if you could. We appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, Jerry V's health, uh, prayer request, uh, wisdom in light of our current situation, pregnant, no doctors, uh, the food thing, uh, rotation, not getting virus yet being available, all these kinds of things. Pray for us. And we're still uh, reaching out to the folks with the church, discipling, still having our weekly discipleship meeting, everybody together. Um, that study is going well, I believe, and trust the Lord is at work there in hearts. And we praise God for that. Uh, pray for the church at large as uh, everyone is not able to see each other, but we're still doing our, our Sunday gatherings uh, using uh, Zoom video chat, <coughs> which has proven to be good. And even extra people are showing up. So God is working in that. We're thankful. Um, 
And uh, but Brother Ken and Ruthann are here, and again, they're now in isolation as well. Uh, but at least they're there, and they're able to uh, reach out and, and talk easy, more easily to uh, folks that they have uh, uh, been ministering to for, for years. Uh, so pray for them uh, as well. And here, I uh, just wanted to say this too. Um, yeah, it, it does get hard. It is diff- it, it, it's very different for Christians. Uh, this is not our normal Christian way. Normally, we are among the people as much as possible, reaching out to people. Uh, but in reality, right now, the best way to love our neighbors and to serve others is actually to keep distance from them. And that's that's really hard for us to comprehend. And I know there's a lot of folks in the States still wrapping their minds around this. There's a process here. You guys are only a few days into it. Uh, <clears throat> but it's going to feel hard. It's going to be weird. Uh, but you have to actually be convinced of that. You do not want to be the person out of ignorance or whatever infecting uh, other folks in your church and then they die as a result uh, yet you want you, we all understand as christians we don't fear death uh, we're not afraid of dying because we're right with god uh, through jesus christ and what he's done for us and our, our faith in him uh, but uh, this is beyond the the selfish thinking of uh, i'm not afraid to die this is the reality how can i best serve others and and for example we have a, a older woman in the church i think she's in her early or late 70s maybe early 80s and uh, the, the natural reaction is, oh, we want to love her and care for her. Let's go bring her groceries. Well, now you got to consider who do you want to go bring her groceries? Uh, well, whoever doesn't have the virus. That would be the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay, now how do we know who has the virus? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Because apparently you can have this virus and you don't even know it. And you're infecting other people without even knowing you're doing it. So now all of a sudden we realize, uh, actually, nobody can bring this lady uh, groceries. Uh, so to best love her, we need to call her on the phone, talk with her, encourage her, pray for her. But we can't actually bring her something. Or if we do, we have to do it carefully. We can bring her something and leave it on her front porch. Let it sit in the sun if she wants to come out later. Disinfect the package or something like that before she takes it in. Uh, that's good. Uh, but there's wisdom that needs to be involved here. It's not just uh, a matter of not fearing death. Uh, so distance is an actual thing here, and it's the best way right now uh, to love our neighbors. In the update here, just moving forward, we got a picture of little Cornelius with his face covered as we're going out for a little uh, walk down the street, something I don't think we can even do anymore at this point. Uh, another picture of Cornelius, our son, looking out the window with his binoculars. Uh, again, stressing, uh, it, it's going to get tough. Uh, you guys are just getting into it now. A couple days at first, it's okay. It's something different. Uh, but then you'll realize that this is kind of hard. This is kind of weird. And uh, we're not made to be in isolation. Uh, that's just God's design. So it will get challenging. And there will be some restlessness, especially if you have kids. If you're single and so on, uh, this is a walk in the park. But if you have family and kids and needs and different things, that's where it gets tricky. And that's where you got to be creative and uh, know how to distance yourselves properly, but also maximize time together, not just become like couch potatoes or something but be productive and, and, and fruitful as a normal Christian family would. Uh, so things to keep in mind. Uh, we keep inside as much as possible. We have to at this point. Uh, thankfully, we have some, some grass, which is good. We can kick the ball around with Cornelius uh, during the day when it's a little bit warmer. Thankfully, this summer, uh, the spring is coming. It's getting a little warmer here. Uh, we don't have masks. Uh, pray for us, though, to be able to make some or get some or do something. Uh, pray for us for that. It's a project we want to work on today. Uh, but here's this. Uh, pray for the Italian people as well. This will be another one of our prayer requests. Uh, that Many uh, are, are dying, unable to greet their loved ones. I already mentioned this before they pass into eternity. They can't do that. That's very sad. Uh, most are not saved. So pray for the doctors. Pray for the nurses and the governor's here to best handle the situation. And the other sad thing is there's no Christians, hardly any Christians in this country and uh, that can go and minister the word, bring the word to people or anything like this. Uh, and it's tricky, even the few that are, we can't really go out. And I heard a story, I think, of uh, some friends <clears throat> that we know on the other side of Italy 
And uh, I don't think they understood the, the reality of the situation with this virus. And uh, I saw publicly online they're, they're having like they're, they're giving out free meals, gathering people together. This was up, up until like 10 days ago and gathering people together. And, and, and so they showed photos of this great ministry and, and bringing people meals and then also the gospel message. And I'm thinking, good night. What are you guys doing? You know, uh, there's a serious virus here. And now you're potentially all you guys are spreading it to each other. And we even have ordinances in most parts of Italy at that point that we can't be doing this kind of stuff. And sure enough, at least one of them has been infected with the virus, is in the hospital on a respirator machine now. Uh, so there really does need to be wisdom uh, in this, even in how we reach out to the lost. Um, but uh, yeah, pray for the doctors that are doing great works. Uh, pray for them and uh, and prepare yourselves also in the States. Be, be vigilant, be wise, uh, and, and so on. And, and do pray for us to, to get the gospel out, though. The reality here in Italy, again, I'll remind us, 60 million people there are in Italy, 80 to 95% Roman Catholic, less than 1% are evangelicals. In my mind, that still means uh, 0%. Uh, 32,000 of the 34,000 cities and towns here in Italy, zero evangelical witness, no biblical church. Uh, 90% of all the long-term missionaries who do come to Italy, within four years, they depart, they go away. Uh, hard, hard soil, not easy. It takes uh, some perseverance uh, a special work of the lord to keep people here and to have them bear fruit in the long run uh, but and then on top of that biblical and healthy churches are extremely rare uh, you'll find some evangelical churches here and there but uh, solid foundation good solid doctrine is even harder to come across usually a lot of feeling usually a lot of bible verses taken out of context uh, feeling based stuff prosperity type theology uh, all kinds of stuff that is not good uh, so there's few evangelicals here, among the few, uh, with a biblical view of God and a good understanding of uh, the gospel. Uh, so anyway, just some reminders there about Italy, why we're here. We thank you guys for partnering with us. Thank you for praying with us in this time. Many of you have reached out, and we really appreciate that. A lot of you guys have responded even to this email update that went out. We appreciate it. If you're watching the video, uh, leave a comment. Try to encourage us. Uh, we're in the trenches. We're in the hole in Italy. Uh, uh, any kind of encouragement actually does help us. Uh, we we get the missionary blues. That's a real thing. We get it once in a while. And right now we're joking. We got the quarantine blues. You know, we can't even get out of here. We're thinking of writing a song about that. Uh, but we're just joking, but it's half serious too. Uh, so thank you. Uh, do comment if you have anything to say. Uh, encourage us. That's wonderful. We appreciate it. And uh, keep safe yourselves. And thank you for, for donating and contributing. Uh, your financial support makes a big difference, and we really value that. Uh, another brother there in New York who sent in a, a donation just a little while ago. Thank you. Uh, uh, really appreciate that. <clears throat> and uh, if you feel led to give in any way, I know it's not a good time to give, though, because everyone has lost a lot of money. Those who have money uh, in the stocks or different things, uh, major hit and, and uncertainty here with regards to work and uh, how to uh, continue getting an income. Difficult times, but if you feel that, if you have a reserve and you want to continue uh, contributing to the ministry here, uh, please don't hesitate. We definitely need it to carry out the work that God has called us to. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, until the next time when we bring you some more updates and show you how the Lord is working here, uh, thank you for keeping us in your prayers. God bless. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.